Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we come to you with a special episode talking about the Challenge USA episode four and um, All Star Shore episode six. So we're going to start with the Challenge USA today. And like every other episode so far this season, um, besides the first one, of course, this one started off with TJ letting everybody know what the algorithm has chosen for each of their partners this week. So um, I'll just like read through them real quick. We have Leo and Desi, Enzo and Cash, Kylan and Alyssa, Shannon and Xavier, um, Derek X and Sarah, Tyson and Kayla, Cinco and Shannon, Ben and Aza, David and Justine, um, Dominic and Angela, and last we have uh, Danny with Kyra. So for me, I felt like the standout teams that were really strong were Kylan and Alyssa, Shannon and Xavier, Tyson and Kayla, Cinco and Shannon, and Dominic and Angela. Um, just like from a overall standpoint, not saying, you know, like what we know the challenge is going to be this week, but just like overall looking at the teams, I thought that they looked like they were a very um, strong team. I thought that um, there weren't really a whole lot of weaker teams. Maybe en Enzo and Cache looked a little bit weaker. Um, David and, and Justine, unfortunately, you know, like I love Justine. I think she's really strong, but um, being attached to David, I don't know how that's going to do for her. Um, he seems to kind of be the weakest guy there. And then Ben and Oz seemed a little bit weaker to me. Um, Oz is another one that just isn't the strongest competitor. Were there any standout teams either way that, that either of you two thought were going to be really good or um, maybe were a weaker team just, just by based off of the algorithm before we got into the daily challenge or even knew what it was? I agree with your list, except... I would say Danny and Kira were a, probably a strong team on paper as well. I, I think that's yeah. a strong match. Um, and then you had Cinco and Shannon as a strong team. And I'm just not sure about Cinco and Shannon because they don't really have a lot of experience doing the challenges. Um, like someone maybe from Survivor or even Big Brother would have. Because the ones on Love Island were like really kind of corny. So I was kind of um, thinking they might might have some issues. But that's before we knew it was trivia and all that. I just think that Cinco and Shannon are just really, um, like, physically strong people. I think that they could both do well. And I think that since yeah. they know each other and have a, a previous relationship um, from their show, that potentially that could make them work well together since they already kind of have some type of, like, friendship communication aspect. So that was kind of my thought process there. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so they go back to the house and we have a little bit, see, just see them talking a little bit, but then we get into, um, our daily challenge. So, um, Abby, do you want to talk about the daily a little bit? Yeah. So the daily was called falling off the ledge and, um, this is TJ's and I think a lot of the viewers, one of our favorite challenges is, and it was, so it's trivia, like Michelle mentioned, um, and they completed, they completed it in heat. And I don't know about y'all, but I really liked how this method of trivia, 
So it was four different teams were up first and he asked a question and he didn't ask questions like a different question for each team. It was like, what I didn't write down all the questions like we did last time, but it's like name the States that start with an N and each team would have to go through it. And if they missed, then they were, I don't know how high they were up, but they were just dropped. Mm-hmm. It was a 250 feet in the air. Oh God. They were dropped from a bungee and the floor just basically like came out from under their feet and they were immediately dropped. Um, if they got it wrong. So in each heat, the first person who dropped was the loser in that heat. And the last person standing was the winner of that heat. So they did it in three separate heats. Um, but did y'all like that? Did, did y'all like that? Um, how they did the trivia? Okay. It was just different than, so, than, than so the flagship. They did this on All Stars for, I think, in the last season, because I remember very specifically that um, one of the questions was about naming the Harry Potter books. And it got down to um, two people, and John A didn't think that there was anything after the Deathly Hollows, and so she ends up not winning that one even though she like was talking about in her interviews like what a huge Harry Potter fan she was and whatever so they have done this style in all stars before but that's the first time I remember seeing it um I don't know I mean I think that there are pros and cons to both different styles I like the strikes because um I think that it allows like funnier answers kind of And I also like that we can see where people's allegiances lie. And it kind of does like draw some lines in the sand as to who you're giving those strikes to. Very Um, good point. So for those reasons, I think I might like the other way better. But I do also like this style because as a viewer, I think that it just like goes by quicker and is just maybe a little bit easier to watch so I think that there are really you know pros and cons of both things but overall if I'm thinking about the repercussions of what this daily challenge means and the fact that the other style can kind of a lot for it potentially meaning something later on in the game based on who people gave their strikes to I would say that I like the other way method like a little bit better but I do I, I see the, I like that they switch it up, I guess, because I see the, I, the, I get enjoyment out of both any kind of way that they do trivia. I just, yeah, I agree with you, Abby. It is one of my, one of my favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. So yeah, all good points. And yeah, it was something, something different than they normally do. But, um, so in the first heat, um, Kira and Danny go out first and Angela and Dom are the winners. In the second heat, um, Derek X and Sarah go out first. And Kai and Alyssa are the winners. So once again, like two of the strong teams y'all thought um, have won both their heats. Although, y'all, Sarah just pisses me off so bad. Did y'all hear her say like, Oh, Derek X. Yes. Like he, in her confessional, like he isn't that smart. Just shut up and go away. Like, I don't know. Catwoman. 
Like, okay, first of all, like, I can't believe they aired that because I feel like that was, like, I don't know, like, kind of, like, why is she assuming that Eric, Derek X should know his comic book people? His Marvel character, or I don't even know if Catwoman's Marvel, so sorry if I offended somebody by saying that if I'm wrong, but. I know, people get very serious about, like, yeah. the comic stuff. I don't know the left from the right, so, like, it's DC and Marvel, I think, and I don't know what is what. Neither I think Batman well, Okay. Okay, well, regardless, anyway. why are you <laughs> assuming that Derek X knows his superheroes because I don't know I just felt like that was very judgmental it was very like he should know this because he's supposed to be this smart geeky Asian is that I mean am I reading the room right because that's what I got from it I don't know I'm sure that's what she she meant because she's a horrible person I don't know I was I I was not a fan of yeah, that was. I kind of wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt that she just had heard that Derek was really smart and she was excited that she was paired up with him for trivia. And then she was disappointed that they didn't get the answer right. And that's why she was so scathing and unnecessarily rude about it. Oh, but... mean. It was just mean. Yeah. Uh, but I also like that's one of the reasons to go back to what you said about the format Abby one of the reasons why I didn't like I love the round robin idea but I hate that if you get one wrong you're out because it's like it could it could be something like Catwoman it's so random and now you're out like that kind of sucks so I wish there was like a little bit like maybe three strikes with this too somehow um but I also feel like they did trivia earlier this season than they do in the flagship show. I mean, it's episode four and they were doing trivia. I feel like it's a little bit later. Okay. So I'm I'm wondering if, are we, is this going to be like a Paramount plus all stars 10 episodes that we're getting, or is this going to be like a flagship? We're getting over 20 episodes this season. Because that makes a huge difference. Because if we're only getting 10 episodes, then we're almost halfway through. There's no way. It's got to be more than 10. I I mean, only like a few teams have left. Okay, we're getting way off topic. Sorry. Um, So the third heat... um, What's his face? David and Justine lose. And um, Aza wins with, who does she win with? Ben. 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 Yeah. And then, so now it is the, everyone, the two teams from each heat that went in the middle, they're safe. They're not, they're not the power couple and they're not going straight to elimination. So we go on to the, the loser's heat and David and Justine lose that heat. And so they are going straight to elimination and the winners, once again, Kylan with his partner, Alyssa. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Y'all are quiet. Is that the zodiac signs? Is that the one they won? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was the last. Yes. Because um, the other team, uh, Angela and Dominic, repeated Pisces. It was already said early on. I feel like Dominic was really good at this because even when they were doing like the presidents, they showed him like in the um, balcony. I don't even know what it was. The balcony kind of being like, no, that's not it. It's this, this, like, I feel like Dominic knew a lot of the answers. Yeah. So I was actually, I listened to Tyson's podcast for the first time and um, he said that I think Dominic and Aza, when they went back to the house, everybody was talking about all the answers and everything. And I think he said that Dominic might have known most of them, but not all of them, or maybe all of them. But he said that Aza knew everybody, that she's apparently like very, 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 very smart. And what did they get out on? Oh, they got out on the holidays. They said Easter for a federal holiday. That's what they got out on. But they did really well. Like they went a few rounds into that that holiday. Yeah, that was like the third answer, I think, for that. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that she didn't say just because. I mean, being what she stood for on Big Brother and the cookout and everything, I'm very surprised that she didn't say Juneteenth because Juneteenth became a federal holiday last year in 2021. Good point, Christina. I wonder if anyone said that. No, they didn't. Nobody said it. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that I thought that the the format was was good for the most part. Um, but I agree with you, Michelle, that it just doesn't really show like that weakest team. I don't know. I mean, I just love trivia. Trivia is just such a, such a fun, fun uh, episode always. It, it Definitely it is. So we have a little bit of in-between stuff where they're deliberating um, who they're going to be sending into the elimination. Alyssa and Kyland, Kyland have um, just a couple different options, but to me, I think that it's kind of obvious what they chose. And I'm really excited to get into this because I know we have some differing opinions here. And yeah, so Michelle, do you just want us to talk a little bit about the elimination so that we can, you know, really get into the meat of what we want to talk about with this episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the elimination is called Smash In, Puzzle Out. So we know that Justine and David were going straight into the elimination. And Kylan and Alyssa end up picking Xavier and Shan to go against Justine and David. Um, And it seemed like a lot of people were very surprised. I think some people kind of knew it was coming. Xavier and Shan seemed very surprised, though. So they're kind of going into it, I think, a little bit blindsided, which could be a negative or a positive, depending on you know, how they, how they react in those types of situations. So I feel like some people it fuels you to do better when you're like kind of caught off guard and some people you kind of crack. So anyway, it's called smash and puzzle out. So there's these two giant steel tunnels um, and there's like panes of glass inside of them that are color coded by each teammate. So 
you can only smash the pane of glass that is your color. So if David is blue, he has to smash the blue and Justine has to smash the red. Otherwise you get a penalty, um, a time penalty. I think it was five seconds if you smash the other player's glass. So it seems like Justine and David kind of tried to do it the right way and hit their own um, color panels. And they only ended up with, I think, a 10 second pe penalty. But Xavier and Shan, it seemed like Xavier just smashed through all the glass. And I don't know if he thought it was go going to be like difficult for Shan to do it, or he just wanted, thought strategically it was smarter to just do it all at once and not kind of wait. But we see um, them smash through the glass and then you have to get a puzzle piece at the end of the tunnel and bring back these puzzle pieces one by one. So at the end, when they're finally both have their puzzle pieces, it looks like Xavier and Shan are a little bit ahead of David and Justine just because Xavier smashed through all that glass so quickly, but they're not that far ahead. Um, and they have to wait while David and Justine start their puzzle because David and Justine only had 10 second penalty. They had a 50 second penalty. So the puzzle didn't seem that complicated or difficult. They both kind of did it fairly quickly. Um, and you see it's pretty close, but in the end, Justine kind of like takes the reins. It looks like for David and um, Justine's team and she wins and uh, Xavier and Alyssa end up, I mean, Xavier and Shane end up getting eliminated here um and i don't know i'm watching this i was kind of like thinking what if they xavier and shan didn't take the penalty would they have won i don't know it was kind of hard to tell so i don't know if that was the smartest move by xavier to do that yeah i don't know that it was either um again kind of going back to tyson's podcast he said that take away the time penalties and that it would have been very very close but he also said that they um reset both teams reset multiple times um their puzzle so it really could have gone either way because it's not like either of the teams reset or got their puzzle the first time that they tried it they each had to take their puzzle pieces apart and kind of start over because they weren't doing it right so i don't know that's that's a really good question um i think I don't think Xavier would have done it any differently though, if he could go back. I think that Justine was just the brains of the operation on this one and she really pulled it out for him. I, I don't I, think I, Xavier I, did. Anyway, sorry, Abby, go ahead. No, 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 go. No, I was just going to say, I tend to think that David and Justine would have won anyway because it, mm -hmm. it seemed like they were, Xavier and Sham were kind of like fumbling over a couple pieces. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so getting into what we all just really want to talk about, we're going to just analyze everything that happened in this episode and talk about our top two moments of the episode um, because I know that we have, and our least two favorite moments of the episode, I know we have a lot of really differing opinions here, and I, I don't know. I really liked this episode overall. I thought it was a great episode. Um, okay, so Abby, what were your top two moments? Okay, so one of my top moments was during the challenge. I thought Shannon and Cinco were 
hilarious. Um, weren't they partnered together? Right. Yeah. Or- yep. But when DJ's describing what's going to happen, you just hear Cinco like, ain't that some shit? Like, bless his heart. <laughs> he was terrified. And Shannon's like, we couldn't do something endurance-wise or some heavy lifting. Like, they were both just, I don't know. They were like, what the hell did we sign up for? Um, I miss you saying that. That's really funny, Abby. <laughs> ain't this some shit? He was so cute. Um <laughs> And I wrote down something Shannon said during that. And I thought it was, and I don't, I can't decipher my notes now, <laughs> but yeah, it, I put GWS are so heavy. Can you pick one up? Do y'all know what I'm talking about? The sharks. Yes. Sharks. Yes. Thank you. Cause they guess the great white. Yeah. Shark. They were arguing whether like, because the, they said whale at first and then she she named another ocean animal uh-huh. and someone was like that's not an animal yeah what is it if it's not an animal it is an animal it counts it right so why wouldn't it count for a great white shark of course that exactly what i was thinking and i had yeah. met okay I watched it i meant to google whale and great white to see like what why a great white wasn't an animal no it is that person was just hopeful that's all okay but obviously it's not one of the 10 heaviest no um, tj said let me find my notes here he said um that the a plankton feeding shark was an actual answer yes plankton. he did a so plankton. what if they just what if they just had said shark? Shark. Yeah. Come on. That's kind of cheap, actually. I know. That's pretty cheap. I know. I, I agree. Shark. Do you think it's been accepted? Or do you think CJ would have said what kind of shark? Like he did with Danny and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, oh my, my god. god like literally over here, like watching that that scene, and Danny's like. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, and I'm like, penguins, it's the penguins. And then he says penguins, and I'm like, yes. He's he's like, Pittsburgh always has has sports teams. And he's like, you're a professional athlete. You don't know this. I don't follow hockey. And he's like, well, I, he said Pittsburgh, because I know they have good sports teams. And he's like, and it's cold there. So I was like, ooh, penguins are cold. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, funny. But anyways, th- yeah, Cinco and Shannon's commentary, because they were scared shitless, bless their hearts. Um, and then my other favorite moment was X saying, I'm rich, y'all broke, and y'all are stupid. <laughs> As yeah, he was weaving. That was a good quote, for sure. And I also didn't mind his about Tyson now his all his juggernaut followers and um this episode yeah. was good so, it was so good I gotta give I have an honorable mention because it's Tyson and he always he wasn't in this episode much but he still managed to have a couple good quits and when he said BB is now eating each other yeah I don't see yeah, I like that. I don't understand like everybody's talking about how 
big brother is eating each other or whatever. And I just don't think that like, oh, it's too early in the game for that to be happening. Like, I don't think that's true. I don't think that, it, I mean, we even saw last week a little bit with Survivor throwing in Survivor. I mean, I just really, I don't know. I mean, I who just- got, Who was last week? I'm like, my memory sucks. Who got thrown in last week? Tasha and um, James. Tasha, Tasha. Oh, they didn't get thrown in. I'm sorry. They they lost. Um, oh. Dominic and Cash. Dominic got thrown in, yeah. Yeah. And who, who had won the challenge? Uh, Thailand and uh, Angela. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, so I guess they didn't throw them in, but it was two, it was like Tasha versus Dominic in the elimination, and they had wanted to go against them too, I'm pretty sure. So I don't know, but we started to see them turning a little bit last week. Um, we see this week, I don't, I guess I don't know if we see it or if Tyson just talked about it on his podcast, I don't remember, but he did not mind Shan going in at all. So we see survivors starting to like kind of turn against each other a little bit. So I have been saying since the very beginning, I don't think that this like staying with your original show thing was going to last the whole season. And I honestly, I'm here for the cracks. I, I, I'm here for those alliances going against each other because first of all, it's good TV. And second of all, I just don't, I don't know. I hate, maybe it comes back to the flagship show and me just like not liking the big brother Alliance. Like, I don't know, but I just feel like, and I have always felt this whole season that them sticking with their show as an alliance was just not the smartest way to play the game at all. And so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm glad that, that the show's cracked. I find this Big Brother Alliance so much more digestible than the one on the flagship show. Like I almost like every single person. I don't love Enzo, but I, everyone else, I think I actually like and enjoy. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, Funny I mean, how CBS like did a way better job casting than I feel like MTV did with the Big Brother people. I was just going to say, I mean, I think that this cast in general is a lot better than the flagship show. Yeah. Well, um, it's a good thing that Enzo's not the person you really like, because, I mean, I really have hardly seen his face in four episodes. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm, I'm holding over from All Stars. I didn't like him on All Stars. I didn't mind him I'm on just All saying. Stars. I thought he was okay. up for you. He's not getting any airtime. Right? Yeah, true. Too bad he didn't. Sally got eliminated so soon. He didn't get to see a showmance. Oh my god! Movies <laughs> <laughs> to think about. <laughs> okay, so okay, so my top two moments of the episode. Um, so during the daily challenge, it was one of TJ's quotes. He said, I just pushed the button and it's boom. See you later, alligator. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> I liked, he has such joy. It was great. That was great. <laughs> he, is, he is like a little kid in a candy store during the trivia challenge. Boom. See you later, alligator. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. It made me laugh. Still making me laugh um and then also okay so then my second favorite moment 
which I know you two don't agree with, but it was Alyssa and Kylan putting Shannon and Xavier into elimination and executing their mission to send Xavier out of the game. Um, I'm really proud of Alyssa and Kylan for this moment, specifically Alyssa, but really both of them because X did backstab both of them um, on their season of Big Brother quite a bit. And I think, but like specifically Alyssa, because they were, that was her best friend. That was the person that she trusted more than anybody. So I definitely like feel her pain when it comes to like the betrayal of the previous game. And she, from what we saw, I listened to her on the official challenge podcast and she says that, um, it wasn't her mission coming in so much to get rid of Xavier, but that kind of is just kind of how it played out once she was there. But it seems like she kind of came into the game. We see on like day one, she said that she, um, wouldn't have a problem with getting X out of the game. And she, in my opinion, proved that she wasn't all talk by sending him into elimination the first opportunity that she got. She took the shot that she kept saying that she was going to take, and she didn't chicken out of it. She did it, and she got him out. So um, for her, I mean, mission accomplished. And what she said, like, on the um official challenge podcast is like that you know like as a person as her friend she still you know like loves and adores him but like in the game setting she didn't trust him because of of what um he did to her in the past and so now was her op opportunity to do something in in return and so you know now she kind of pretty much said at the end of the podcast that um like he got her now she got him and hopefully if they ever play another season together they can kind of um squash everything and move move forward as like the friends that they once were now i don't know that that would necessarily i know that's what Alyssa wants but i don't know that that's necessarily what would happen i also listened to shan and xavier on the off the hook podcast and xavier says that he hasn't really talked to her much since um leaving the challenge and that they're not as close as they used to be so um you know i don't know that he necessarily feels the same way that she does about the situation but i'm proud of her she, she took her shot and she she hit hit the nail on the head well, I'm proud of her in one sense because she gave more this episode than she did the whole her whole time on Big Brother, and she was there a long Agreed. time. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So I'll give her Agreed. that. <laughs> and Abby, I think that had a lot to do with this the decision that she made because. Christina, I listened to her on with what is the official with Devin. Yeah. Okay, so I listened to that too. And I don't know that she ever clearly stated one reason for why she did this. It seemed like a combination of multiple things. One yeah. was she still didn't really trust him. Two was, which I think made this a little bit of an emotional move, 
was saying that she looks stupid on Big Brother. And I, I'm not saying she looks stupid on Big Brother. I'm saying she she kind of said she felt like she looked stupid on Big Brother and she kind of wanted to prove that she's not stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, what was the other, the other point she made was that in the pre, this is it, in the previous episode or two episodes ago with Tiffany, Xavier, kind of said that he was going to let Xavier and Alyssa fight it out for who was going to go in. And Alyssa felt like he was showing her again that he didn't have her back 100%. And that kind of got in her head too. But I do think for that, he was in a little bit of a hard place because he's friends with both of them. And he had gotten a lot of shit on Big Brother for not having Tiffany's back. Mm-hmm. And I think he didn't want to do like repeat history and not have Tiffany's back. And then all he also didn't want to repeat history and not have Alyssa. I think he was in a little bit of a hard position with that one, but I think Alyssa took that very personally too. So I think it was, I know she's saying, Oh, it was strategy. It was strategy. It was strategy. But I think it was a mix of like personal and strategy. And I don't know at the end of the day, if it was the smartest strategic move, because I think the survivor people now lost Shan, who they didn't like anyway. And now they lost Xavier. So that's one less person from Big Brother who's strong coming after them. So I really just say like Kylan is probably the strongest guy left for Big Brother. Maybe Enzo, but we haven't seen Enzo as Abby. So succinctly put, we haven't even seen Enzo yet. So they really did Survivor a big favor to get rid of Xavier. So I don't know if it was the strongest move, but I'm again, I'm not surprised they did it. And I do think Kylan's part of it was like very emotional because they, the way they left Big Brother was so emotional. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that had healed anyway. And I know we talked about that when we talked on our like season cast mm-hmm. breakdown, we talked about what their relationship would be like. So that didn't surprise me. Yeah, I... So what are your top moments then? Um, so I my top moments, so I am, I'll be very honest. On Big Brother 23, I really love Tiffany. I really loved Hannah, Derek X. I didn't like Xavier at all. And I thought he was boring. And I'm, I'm like, he's just making this game so boring for me. So for him to come out and call them petty bitches and say he's broke, I mean, say they're broke and he's rich and they're stupid, I was cracking up. I'm like, wow, he has a personality in there after being like the boring kind of lawyer on Big Brother, which he had to do, I think, to win the game there. But I was very surprised that he had like those heated confessionals. And even like in his interviews afterwards, he doesn't really seem to be backing down. Like he's getting a lot of questions like, do you regret saying any of that? And he doesn't. So I like that he showed personality. So that was probably my favorite moment. Have you listened um, to him on any podcasts? Um, yeah. Which ones have you listened to? Uh, Off the Hook. And then, I'm sorry, I don't know. There was another challenge podcast. Their logo's like black and white. I don't know. But they were all short, like seven-minute interviews. And then Rob, uh, Rob has a podcast. I listened to that one, too. So he seems like he wants nothing to do with being friends with Alyssa or Kylan. And not in like a way that he hates them or anything. It's just like he's taking a step back from the show and he's viewing everyone now as co-workers versus friends. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I got from a lot of his interviews. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so, Abby, have you listened to any podcasts or? I think, I think you can answer that. 
I well, I know that you were talking about Twitter drama, so I wasn't sure if like any podcasts were tied in with that or not. Oh no, I haven't listened to any. I haven't. Okay. Um, so you just, just met, I just met them, them going back and forth at each other. Like you're the one who sent it to us about Tyler coming for Shan. Oh, that's oh, good brother Tyler. Okay, Tyler Crispin. Yeah. Because she, um, Tyler, I guess Shan watched because, you know, Angela, when they were scheming and plotting this thing, she's like, let's just blame everything on Shan, you know, let's, yeah. and, and, that's, and Alyssa did that. She was like, unfortunately, your partner, that's how she tried to, sp- to spin it. And I mean, X and mm-hmm. Shan, neither one were. Okay, so so our listeners kind of know uh, what we're talking about. I had sent in our um, our group chat or whatever with the three of us that there was um, Tyler had posted on an Instagram story the poster for um, the Challenge USA, and over Shan's face he had like the clown emoji or whatever. So Angela came back and was talking to Tyler about Shan in some not great ways, but yeah, I mean, I'm here for all the Twitter drama. Honestly, we haven't seen Twitter drama like this since final reckoning. Yeah. At this point, I'm almost confused on who, who, who likes who and who, like, we need a season two. I want to see more unfold with like, (laughs) with like two-thirds of the cast back we can have some rookies you know we've got we've had some reality tv that's fine but um they need to do arrivals apparently right yeah that'd be an awesome format so what was your other um favorite moment michelle uh well i kind of agree with abby i like the whole back and forth that sharks aren't animals yes they are no they're not like I love that little moment with Dom and Angela and Shannon and Cinco I thought that was hilarious mm-hmm. but when we were just talking about the trivia and we were talking about Danny and the penguins it made me think um Danny played for the Cowboys how come he couldn't come up with the Dallas hockey team I have no idea. I'm shocked nobody said the stars, but on how old is Danny? 34, 35. No, then he should have remembered them winning. I mean, those were my high school days when like the Dallas Stars were were really oh was it just hockey teams or hockey teams that have won? I think it was hockey it was teams that have won. won. Yeah. And you would think he, if he played in Dallas, he would at least know about the star. Like I didn't even think of that before. Just when we were talking about the Penguins, it hit me. I'm like, what about the Dallas? He didn't know that team. So unless they cut out some rounds, but I don't think they did. They, I don't think that they can with this style. I think one of the reasons why I like this style of trivia too is because it makes it so that you really can't cut anything out. We have all the answers. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, okay. so what about your least favorite moments then? Uh, I thought uh, Xavier got totally like rocked by Kyle and Alyssa picking him and was not thinking straight. And I think him taking the penalty on the elimination was a big mistake. Again, I don't know if they necessarily would have won, but 
I thought I didn't really like that he did that. And then I did not like if Alyssa's going to play the villain this season, I need her to be full villain. I didn't like her saying, I love you, X, as he was leaving. I thought that was just like such a slap in the face. If you love him, you don't blindside humiliate him and and do this. If you love him, you could have said, you know what, X, I'm going to throw you in. Uh, I got to get back at you. No harm, no foul. I want to be friends outside of this, but I don't want to be stupid again. You just saying love you X after she did all that. I was like, this is just so phony. <laughs> I can see that. Um, I think that she did it though, because she does really care about him. I think she was really confused yes. in her decision, but she still wanted to do what she felt in her heart. And so I know that that's why she said it at the end. But, or I'm sure that's why she said it at the end. But I do agree with you that, yeah, even saying like, I had to do what I had to do or something like that would have been. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, Christina, I think this was the best episode of the whole season. So she, she did like, she caused drama and made good TV. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she so made- I'm not mad at her for that. I just wish like, oh, I wish she just fully dedicated to being the vo- villain in, in that moment and like kind of said, sorry, how to get you back or something like that instead of love you. Mm-hmm. No, I can see that for sure. Um, okay, so my least favorite moment was Sarah saying that Derek was not as smart as everyone thinks he is because he didn't know who played Cat- Catwoman. That was by far my least favorite moment of the episode. And I just did not, I did not like Sarah in that moment at all. Um, yeah, that's, that's my least favorite moment. And honestly, I only wrote wrote down one moment this episode because I just love this episode. I really, I tried to go back and like think of another thing for me to write down. But the thing is, is that I would just be picking something to pick it. It wouldn't actually be something that I didn't, I really didn't like. There really wasn't anything that I didn't like about this episode. I thought that overall it made really, really good TV. Oh, absolutely. And I think Sarah doubled down because she had another confessional where when they were in the losers round, she was like, Derek, don't even talk. I'll mm-hmm. handle this one. Blah, blah. It was just like another nasty one. So, ugh. yeah. Yeah. Well, how about your least favorite moments, Abby? Well, I kind of agree with you. It was really hard for me to think of some, um, but I did. Oh, episode. Obviously, you know, I was thought because I just screamed gag when Michelle was talking about it Alyssa just cupping her mouth being like love you ex like mm-hmm. I'm just not I'm not an Alyssa fan like eh, whatever talk to him after the show since you just blindsided him like mm-hmm. whatever yeah and then another one and it's, it's not really like some horrible moment I just thought it was stupid like Kylan and Alyssa talking and they were talking about when they were going to blindside X and we have to be really strategic about it. And I'm sorry. I just didn't think they were that strategic about it because like I said earlier, they blamed Shan and Shan and X could see right through that. So I thought mm-hmm. that whole, That's, we need that to be strategic. True. Uh, that is, yeah. Um, and you're reminding me, Abby, that the one thing about Alyssa is like in the episode where 
Tiffany got thrown into elimination. I thought Alyssa was being super strategic when she said, Xavier, like, you got to have my back and you got to help me with this. And she used him to help her. And I think she should, instead of getting rid of him now, she should have played on that, like, well, you you turned on me last time. I can't trust you. Show me that I can trust you. And, like, used him a little bit further to help her more this season. I think that would have been the best way to go about it. But also putting yourself in Alyssa's position she may not win again. So yeah, I was just like, there's other strong girls that she may not win again. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I completely agree with what you say. Using him the way that she did would have been super smart for her game, but I just don't know when they would have had another opportunity. And that's, that goes on to my point. Like she did not do shit in big brother. So Good for her for taking the shot and not sitting back, I guess, you know. Unless I said, I, I, you know, I'll give her some some props because the Alyssa I watched for a few months. Yeah. So who is your MVP and LVP, Abby? My MVP was Justine. Okay. Um, I thought um, she killed it on the elimination puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that that they've kind of singled her out as the strongest Love Island girl. I, I just love Justine, so I like to see her thriving in this environment. And then um, I didn't. I had, it was a toss up for LVP for me between two people. Um, I wonder which two you were. Mine both start with an S. Okay, keep keep going. (laughs) One of mine does. What? Keep keep going. One of mine does. Okay, so this is all emotional, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm just I'm going with Sarah because Mm -hmm. she is. Y'all know why? I've already talked about it. Mm -hmm. You've already talked about it, so. She's, it's just gross. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. What about you? Who is it? Oh, you said Justine. Okay. How about you, Michelle? So I kind of did mine on like a weighted scale thinking about this person's whole reality television career. And I want to give the MVP to David because I don't think he may ever have a chance to win the MVP again. Um, he, oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He won the elimination, even though it looked like to me, Justin was kind of the leader of that. Um, He had some confessionals. I feel like this is the first episode he's actually been in. Um, They had that nice clip of him on the treadmill with the dumbbell on his back. And he looked buff. Like he didn't look like that on Big Brother. He's gotten in good shape. So I'm going to give him props for that too. Um, And I liked the way he spoke to Justine after they won the elimination. He hyped her up and was so like gracious and kind and like thankful. And I just really liked that. And I thought David came off really well in this episode. So I wanted to give him the MVP. I like that too, because you know, that's not how he was on all stars either. That's cute. And I like your reasons. Yeah. Um, And I, uh, for LVP, Abby, I agree with you. Why is Sarah talking so much shit when she's yet to win a damn thing on this show? Like, who are you? Shut up. I can't stand you. That's all I have to say. 
Yeah. yeah. In a nutshell. So for my LVP, since you both, I'll start there since you both said Sarah. I, okay, so I wrote somebody down and then I kind of changed my mind to Sarah as we were talking, but I'm still going to give it to my original just to switch things up a little bit. But Sarah is definitely down there. And I kind of feel even worse giving it to this person because of the way he was treated this episode. But I'm going to give my LVP to Derek X. And the reason is because when we get to the elimination arena or whatever, and um, they see what the elimination is. Derek X knows the plan is to throw in Xavier. I'm still calling him Derek X, even though he's the only Derek. Um, but Derek looks terrified and he tries to tell Alyssa not to throw Xavier into elimination because he thinks that um, puzzles are one of Xavier's strong suits and he's scared. And so um, I'm proud of Alyssa for going with her gut and throwing him in um she's actually my mvp this episode but derek x got my lvp because he if he was the one that was in power this week he would not have thrown xavier in he would have switched the plan last minute and he would have played it safe and i'm here for the big move so derek x was my lvp and Alyssa was my mvp good one i mean that's a different one yeah yeah so to kind of wrap up our um challenge piece of this podcast we have our fantasy update um i am still in first we have michelle in second and abby in third but with that being said um i only have the first two weeks of the custom scoring in i don't have um last week's or this week's in yet and i made those customs the lvp and mvp worth a lot of points they made them worth like 30 points so that it would actually potentially affect our scores um yeah so you're killing us christina christina has 1337 points i know um i have 960 and abby you have 851 i didn't kill abby i didn't mean to i really didn't (laughs) abby Abby and I combine our teams and go against you because half of Abby's team's eliminated. <laughs> I know, like literally half of Abby's team's eliminated. It's Are they really? I'm going to Abby onto my team. Abby, <laughs> I don't even remember who I picked. That's going to be funny if I like episode seven, I have nobody left. Okay, I'm going to read you your team, Abby. So you had Sully, Tiffany, Tasha, Xavier, and James who are already all out. Holy shit. And you have four people left in the game. You have Alyssa, Danny, Aza, and Enzo left. Oh, I'm so fucked. And then Michelle has only had two people eliminated, Giovanni and Kishel. She has Tyson, Kayla, Leo, Derek X, David, Kyra, Desi, and Ben. So you actually have some really good people left, Michelle. You have the potential to catch me for sure. Um, and then I have only had Shan eliminated. So Kylan, Justine, Angela, Dominic, Shannon, Sarah, and Cinco are who I have left. 
that was like, how did I just, I mean, I knew my players were good, but I didn't think that they'd be this stacked. I don't even have like Tyson or Danny, the two best guys on my team, but I guess I just stacked it up. You know what? Everybody was making fun of me for having such a love Island heavy team. And guess what? <laughs> Cache has the most points out of everybody. Okay. Justine is wow. Justine is doing great too. Shannon's not doing bad. Cinco's not doing, I mean, they're all, yeah. So Love Island has given me the drama points and that's what's put me in the big lead, really. I did not do this pick that well at all because I, I even knew the spoilers. So I should have known when these people were leaving. It's okay, Abby. You know what? There'll be other seasons we can play. This was your first time playing, so. I'm coming prepared next time. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I I wondered how it would go when me and Michelle came to the draft with our notes prepared and you were like, you guys took notes? I'm like, oh, Abby. <laughs> like, just like Paul even said it in the group chat. He's like, oh, Abby, you're going to get clobbered by these two fantasy <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, with that being said, though, also, let's go look at Paul's league really quick. Because last time I checked, we were doing super well in that one, too, Michelle. Well, oh, first. oh, first and second place. <laughs> Michelle, we are in first and second place. Oh, that's I, awesome, y'all. I jumped to first place and Michelle is in second. So, yes, Reality Served Real Podcast is dominating the challenge maniacs what we took down the meow meow yeah we did, was we did. cassie was in first the whole time i think yeah she's been in first so far we took her down so yeah i'm up to 562 in that league and michelle has 549 so you're right behind me so that'll be fun That'll be fun too. A little, a little competitive edge in a couple different leagues we have. Um, dang, and you're in second in the money league, Michelle. You are just dominating fantasy. It's all Kylan. I'm telling you, he's getting me all the points. And that's probably why. Yeah, Kylan has the second most points. So, and he's also on my um, league with the three of us. So he's another reason why I'm. Yeah, doing well there. Well, that's fun. Um, and I guess while we're talking about fantasy, since some of our listeners joined our Big Brother Fantasy League, I know we're not really talking about Big Brother on this podcast, but we can give a little bit of a fantasy update there. We have Abby in first over there in our Big Brother League. Ooh. And Abby, who do you have that's getting all the points? Taylor. 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 Good pick. And Paul is right behind her um, in second place. He also has Taylor on his team, so I'm sure. Paul doesn't even watch Big Brother. He I just know. Literally, his teammate watches Big Brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But you know what? I'm looking at his team right now. He had Paloma, Pooch, and Amira. So he's down to only three players. So we got, we're got we going to get Paul out of second place. So Jennifer Neeson is in third. So she's the one that's probably 
And then we have Alyssa in fourth, Amanda in fifth. So those are our top five. Um, yeah, Michelle, you're in seventh, and I am basically in last place in that league. <laughs> I'm looking at your – got to look at your team. My team oh, you had Oklahoma too. Yeah, I did. My team is terrible. Jasmine, Jasmine was a good pick. She got a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for I didn't have her in the week she was HOH. Mm, okay yeah unfortunate all right so that's our fantasy update for everybody who's been following along um fantasy wise and I think we said too that um whoever does win our big brother league will get to be a guest on our podcast so um as long as I mean if Abby wins then it would just go to the person who's not us so Paul or Jennifer <laughs> Whoever it is, if they want to be a guest, they can. Um, if they and if they don't want to come on, that's fine too. But something that we we will definitely offer for sure. So, any final thoughts on the challenge before we move on to All Star Shore? No, let's start talking about this shit show of a show. Um, yeah, this is an interesting episode. Definitely not one of my favorites, but. It was just kind of like all over the place. Um, so weird. Well, I mean, there was no exile game. There was no daily challenge. Half of the show was drama. And honestly, like, I liked the drama. We'll get into that. But um, only aspects of it. There were things that I didn't like. But basically, so the episode begins with Joey ruining the drag show. Um, we have... Chloe and Joey, the showman that is kind of blossoming between those two. We see them kiss. Um, Joey talks to Chloe about how he thinks Angelina likes him. Joey tries to talk to Angelina about it. And she says that it's okay to flirt as long as she doesn't do anything. Um, but she's like clearly jealous. And honestly, it makes me a little uncomfortable, but I don't know. Um, and then there's the Chloe and Marina fight. Um, the drink throne. Yeah, the drink throne. And then, like, even Bethan says that when she's talking about it after the fact, like, the next day, she says that in Britain, if you throw a, throw a drink in someone's face, you get arrested because that's assault. I thought that was interesting. Um, and then Angelina says, like, oh, we do that all the time where I come from, which is, like, I don't know, like, I've never thrown a drink in anybody's face before. Actually, I take that back. I did one time when I was in high school. But I was young, okay? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh. I have, I have not thrown a drink in someone's face, but it is on my bucket list. It wasn't like, okay, I didn't throw a drink in somebody's. Okay, so I was at, like, my ex-boyfriend, my high school boyfriend's house, and his dad had this balcony that came out from his bedroom and this guy was like on the deck below the balcony and he would and we, there was like a bunch of people over it wasn't like a party but there's probably like 10 people over or something and this guy was like talking shit about me and I was upstairs eavesdropping and listening to everything he said and I poured my drink over the balcony onto him oh so did he you what you know it was you Oh, yeah, he definitely knew it was me. Yeah, <laughs> that guy doesn't like me. But, um, that reminds me of American Pie. 
But I was, like, also, like, 18 years old. Okay, give me a break. I've grown up a lot since then. I would not do that as an adult female. Like, these people are adults. Like, they're in their, like, 30s and 40s now. They should not be throwing drinks in people's faces. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Um. Yeah, so... Oh gosh, I can't believe I just told that that story. But anyway, <laughs> you, know, you reminded me. I never threw a drink in someone's face, but I, when Seth and I first started dating, I don't. I couldn't even tell you what the argument was about. But he had just gotten an extra large Dunkin' Donuts iced tea, and I opened it up and I dumped it down the sink. <laughs> I wow. wish I knew what we were fighting about, this? but. That's so funny. We have oh got gosh. to do, we have got to do the podcast where we get to meet the host and yes. our questions are submitted because we're gonna find out a lot more of these stories once we do that <laughs> yes. about each other. <laughs> That'll be so fun. Yes, we definitely have to do that soon too. Um, okay, so we have the spa date to this episode. Um, Blake and James choose to take Gigi and Karimi with them on the spa date. Um, what did you guys think about that date? It was gross. I let's just it's gonna be on my worst moments list. I'm gonna glaze over it when it comes to that point. It was just So basically like yeah there was truth or dare. There was so much sexual tension. Um yeah it was it was a date, that's for sure. There was one funny part to me when, I don't know who said it, but I think Blake said, ours is more like a honeymoon and there's just like a spring break fling. Yeah. yeah. That line was funny and that's about the only thing I found funny in the entire segment of it. Oh no. I'm sorry, this was your least favorite episode ever, Abby. Um, so then we see Angelina talking about how she wants to change partners um and then we see at the very end that Blake and James don't get to pick who they want to put in the exile games kind of instead of them having an exile game this episode um they find out that uh they're going to be switching partners instead we didn't get to see that who their partners were we'll see that next episode but basically this episode was like the reason why the challenge is two hours now or an hour and a half whatever it is because you can't put it all in if you're going to show exactly. that. So you just said, Angelina said she wants to change partners. Now you're making me think the big reveal at the end of the episode yeah. is that they're going to have to change partners. Do you guys think Angelina threw a fit with the producers and she was worried about her marriage and said, I don't want to be partners with this guy or I'm going to go home? Yeah. So that's actually one of my top moments. So I'll just get right into that. Okay. Top moments of the okay. episode. Angelina's impact. Um, okay. So she talks about during the episode how she wants to switch partners. And in my opinion, like, I don't know if that like put the bug in their ear and like that made them think about it or if it's because she threatened to quit or because she was worried about her marriage or what. But yeah, so one of my top moments of the episode was Angelina's impact because I personally believe that her saying that is the reason why partners switch. Because think about it, it does not make sense in a game where money is on the line and they've already been allotted so much money and that the structure is already put out the way that it is. It's not like any of them have individual bank accounts. They have team bank accounts. So James and Blake are in first place with 
80 points, or I think it is, or whatever it was last episode. Sorry, we didn't get an update this episode. Um, but they're in the lead. So what happens to their points now? So do each of them get 40 points and however many their partner gets or whatever, like they become the new number? Like, how does that work? That doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me other than that um, Angelina wanted to switch partners and that is why they're switching partners in my opinion angelina on this show is like the equivalent to farah on x and the beach they are the biggest like (laughs) divas everything centered around them and i know like literally angelina even had a line this episode i didn't write it down but just because you said that it was something about like I could just wear this snake's dress and I'll get airtime or something. Like, literally, she was like, all I have. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, that was, yeah, that was one of my favorite moments of the episode because just because, yeah, her impact, dude. Like, she's clearly the star of the show. She's who they want. But also, like, I don't know if I, oh, I put this as one of my least favorite moments. So, I will, I will save that thought. Um, so my other favorite part of this episode, I know this is controversial, but I put the, the Chloe and Marina fight and here's my reasoning. Okay. So first it starts with Chloe kick the glass off of the table, um, to dance. And I just thought, I mean, first of all, like the fact that it pissed people off, like, I guess if your drink got spilled, then that's kind of annoying. Or like, if there's glass on the floor, like that's kind of annoying. I get that, like the cleanup factor of it and like having to get your drink refilled, which really isn't that big of a deal is kind of annoying, but I thought it was fun. I mean, who doesn't want to dance on top of a table or a bar and kick off all the glasses? It's not like she meant any like harm by it. She was just having fun. She was drunk. Like, she was just having fun. Um, but then Marina throws a drink in Chloe's face. And I thought it was funny because all the people from the UK call it getting swirled. I've never heard that before. Um, but I just thought that it was fu- kind of funny terminology that, I don't know, it's just, you know, one of those sayings that they say that I- I've never heard of. Um, I wrote that down too, Christina. Not as one of my favorites, but I love that. They called it that? What they call it in London. Yeah. Yeah. And then, okay, so everybody's reaction to throwing the glass, like, literally, like, Blake's face, he's, like, uh, like, I mean, coming from Bachelor World, like, he's never experienced, like, anything, you know, ABC, like, this is so different than, so I just think that everybody's just different reactions to it was great. Um... And then Chloe clears the entire bar, breaking every single glass that's on it. Marina throws the second drink. Blake um, and Gigi are in their confessional, and he has another great quote. He says, they're yelling so loud, it's ruining all the audio. (laughs) That that was really good. That was probably one of my favorite moments, too. Yep. I thought that was was hilarious. And... um, Overall, I just feel like I haven't seen a reality TV fight like this in so long. I'm honestly trying to think back to the last time that I saw a fight like this. And the first thing that came to my mind was Final Reckoning when the Lavender Ladies were against Kara. We have 
um, the infamous I hope your horse dies line from Amanda. We have Ashley standing on top of the ottoman, just like screaming down at her. Um, that's like the last time I really like remember a fight like this happening on a reality show that I watch. Um, after thinking about it, I was thinking that maybe the Polly Theo fight out by the pool where Polly kind of kisses Theo was maybe close, but really that was, I mean, Polly is like such a actor for lack of better words that I don't really even want to count that. I really want to take it back to final reckoning and say that that was like really the last time I've seen something that like blow up. Or maybe even, like you said, Farah. Maybe it was the Farah Nuri's fight on X on the Beach. I don't, I don't know. But I just feel like I haven't seen a fight like this on reality TV in a long time. And so um, I don't know. I'm here for it. I don't, I don't need to fight every episode. I don't like that much drama. But it brought something to the table that I just feel like we don't see on reality TV anymore. So... I was glad that Paramount Plus is is showing some of those things that we're just not seeing on MTV anymore. It was a good drunk fight. Yeah, I agree. It was. So those were my top two moments. What were your top two moments? Um, I had a hard time with this episode. I just this episode dragged on for me. I just I felt like nothing happened. I don't know. This was not a great episode for me. So at the beginning of the episode when Vanjie was uh, like kind of like roasting Joey for how he ruined the drag show, he was just so passionate about it. I really felt bad for him because you could tell it like it really meant something for him that all the guys participated and he was just so like happy about it. And then Joey like rained on his parade. So but I liked he was kind of like roasting Joey at the beginning of the episode. So I thought that was funny. And then the other moment I would say I'm, I'm interested to see about the partners changing and I wish we got to see what that's going to look like. Same. How about you, Abby? What was your top two moments of the episode? Okay. So even though I agree with Michelle, like this was not, not my, my favorite episode to, to watch so far. Cause I just, I just felt like it was all over the place. So I, I don't know, but I did think there were quite a few funny moments. Um, so my first one was Angelina saying, this is something, or she said, I've been around for a long time and this is something I have never seen before. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, we have been watching you on TV for years. Don't even try to pull that card on us. What, what like, was that she never seen before the fight? The, the fight. fight. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like you were physically beating on I don't know Jen, Jenny or San Marini or both you slapped um um Polly in the face like Snooki got you, punched you, in the face well yeah she's, I, she's yeah she's, yeah I mean I'm just talking like actions that she did no, so you, and then yes to add on to what you're saying everything else that she was a part of when she was there like I just thought that was her delusion just made it funny to me because I'm like, okay. Um, so that was one of mine. The second one was when Joey and 
um, Chloe were talking and Joey was like, I'm definitely not drinking tonight. And Chloe goes, oh, I'm a hundred percent drinking tonight. <laughs> and maybe just cause I can relate to that. Cause it's like, after you make an ass out of yourself, like one night, most people are, they're like, oh, I'm going to be good the next night. No, not me. I'd be exactly like her and be like, oh, fuck it. No, I'm definitely, I'm doing it. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought, I, I thought that was, you know, I, I think she's a riot. So, um, and I'm sorry, I have to add a third one because I love Bethany so much. And uh-huh. when, after all the drama went down, when Johnny was trying to like get with her and trying to still put the moves, she's like, Johnny, it's not all about your dick. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. Yeah. And then the next day, wait, the next day when Chloe's like, I hope I didn't ruin anyone's night. And he was like, yeah, you cock blocked me or something. Me. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> And then, like, oh, who was it? Vanjie, I think, or Ricard says, like, like, did you shave? And they both said yes. Oh, my gosh. Dead. (laughs) See, that's the kind of thing that that they just, like, don't air that funny stuff on, like, Big Brother or Survivor or the challenge, even. They just don't air that kind of stuff. And it's just so funny. So, Yeah. yeah. So, even though I didn't like the episode, there was just so many, like, funny, like, 10 second clips that were like throughout because I could probably list 10 more and I agree with you about the Blake commentary I'd put that on there and when they were in the DR room uh, or the DR so loud it's ruining all the audio and I yeah. so funny like also just it that's such a Blake comment not just because he has a past on, on reality tv and like knows how it all works but also because he's a DJ so I feel like he just like cares more about the audio than and thinks about it more, you know, than maybe other people would. Plus he has a podcast. So I don't know. I just, I just thought it was hilarious. I loved that moment. Um, So do you want me to go into my worst moments? Yeah. Okay. So once again, just like last week, one of my worst moments was this Angelina Joey thing. Like Mm -hmm. it's played out. I don't even know what y'all are saying to each other at this point. I mean, it's their stories are different. And Angelina just keeps being like, well, I flirt and talk like that with everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, it hasn't aired you doing that with any, any of the other contestants, else. but okay. Anyways, I'm just, yeah, I'm so over I, that little triangle. I put that as one of my least favorite moments too um the joey chloe angelina love triangle um yeah i completely agree with you angelina's married she talks about being married she talks about how like it's okay to flirt as long as i don't do anything um honestly it scares me because it makes me feel like no one else from jersey shore is ever going to want to come on season two of this And she's on a whole nother level of mess. So, and also like, this isn't like, this is just like some little storyline. Like we are on a two episode story arc of this. And I don't know if it's over yet. Like we don't even find out who the new partners are until next week. I remember when the show was filming, like there were rumors that Angelina cheated on her husband. So I don't know if there's something more to come or it's just that this happened that made the rumor that interesting yeah there were like rumors um but I don't I don't again it could just be like this whole love triangle Angelina Joey well they're not even 
together anymore, aren't they going through a divorce? Yeah, but uh, I think that if they put it back into motion after she came back from filming this. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I didn't know about that. Yeah, so that just, yeah, that like even solidifies what I just said even more and thinking that it's just going to make other Jersey Shore people never want to come on this show. Yeah. Um, so what was your other least favorite moment, Abby? Um, that stupid date. Talk about it. <laughs> I just thought all of it was so dumb. I mean, I think what's Blake James? I think he's hilarious, but I don't know. Just maybe I'm just too old and being like a prude. I don't know, but it was sexual. That's for sure. It was very sexual and which is, which is fine. But how old are these girls that are like making out with each other? Like to impress these boys. I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it just, I, I felt like they just spent too much time on it. I think it could have been wrapped up a lot quicker and a lot smaller clips. <laughs> yeah. I think that we probably got this drug out a little bit more and we saw like a little bit of the truth and dare and like that stupid banana segment and stuff like that, because, yes, the banana much, segment, Ugh. but like how much of the fight they aired and they showed us like so much of that fight that I mean they couldn't put a daily challenge in this because there was not enough time I think that's why we saw as much as we did of that spa day personally yeah um so my other least favorite moment this episode is just that I really hate the formatting and the editing of the show um why did we not get an exile game or a daily challenge this episode obviously i just said why i think we didn't but um i just we um i don't know like why do we see the reward in this episode and nothing last episode is it just that the episodes need to be longer do they need to uh i mean i don't necessarily think that they do i think that they just need to edit things differently I, I, there's no, it's the format's horrible for this show. I don't know. I like, I never know what I'm walking into when I'm watching the show. <laughs> the format is terrible. It is by far the worst part of the show. And I thought that this episode in particular was a really good example of that because we didn't get anything competition and this is a competition show. So I was, I was really disappointed by that personally. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. What was your least favorite moments of this episode? I didn't even really have a least favorite moment. I just didn't like the episode. Um, I agree with Abby. The whole date grossed me out. And it's so funny that Abby used the word prude because I was watching it. I'm like, oh man, I'm such a prude because this is grossing me out. Like the banana. I don't, I didn't need to see that. It just all kind of grossed me out. Um, and then the I whole... I thought that the Gigi um, Blake aspect of that date was cute because I think that they, I mean, obviously they're still dating. So they are. Yeah, that's cool. They are still dating. Yeah. So Blake used to have a podcast every single week that came out. And then finally All Star Shore comes out 
and he does uh um the girlfriend reveal or whatever because he couldn't like say that they were dating until after the show started airing and but it was like the worst kept secret because it was like one of those things where you know kind of like bachelor world does sometimes where when they're not supposed to come out with their relationships yet but you'll see on like their instagram stories that they're at the same restaurant or they're posting a picture uh, they're both posting a picture of the lake and maybe they're on opposite sides of the lake because of when the pictures were taken but it's the same lake so are they together and there were a lot of like clues that they were still together so he comes out with this podcast episode that is called like the girlfriend and um he they she's on it and they like talk about how their relationship formed on this um show and all that and then now all of a sudden there hasn't been an episode since then so I was really looking forward to them both talking about this show but um for whatever reason he's taking a little I don't know maybe I guess I like haven't really looked at his Instagram stories but maybe they're doing something and maybe he's on vacation and that's why or I think a few episodes ago he had talked about maybe going on a some kind of trip so maybe that's where they are now I don't know but there hasn't been an episode since like the beginning of this season so that was very disappointing to me but yeah they're still together in real life so I thought that that's kind of cute who is Blake and Gigi oh they are yeah they're like an actual couple now oh that's cute she still has uh they were also on um an episode of Caitlin Bristow's off the vine podcast and she asks them if they live together and Gigi says that she still has her place wherever I I don't know where she lives but wherever she lives she still has like an apartment but um she basically just pays rent for it because she's in Denver all the time with Blake he just like hasn't officially asked her to move in yet well he actually went on a show and found a girl got got a girl and it wasn't a it wasn't a love show I know yeah so yeah so they're super super cute for sure so I I enjoyed that aspect of the date but I can agree with both of you in that um the other couple on the date were a little I mean that was just completely sexual driven and I don't know. I mean, it's kind of fun. It's it's fun TV, but um, there were some cringy moments for sure. Yeah. Who was your MVP and your LVP this episode, Michelle? Uh, MVP. I said Vanji because I like that he and his partner went to James and Blake and tried to get an alliance going to save themselves from going into the next exile game which i don't even know if there is going to be an exile game now because of this whole partner switch whatever else is going on and like i said before i liked how vanji um kind of like defended his drag show against joey i thought it was funny lvp i gave it to joey he was he kind of just was like a total clown this whole episode mm-hmm. i mean what else can i say yeah completely agree i gave joey my lvp too um for <laughs> every reason that we've talked about why this episode was not good um i mean joey was front and center of all of it 
Um, and then I gave Angelina my MVP because of her impact, because she is the reason why <laughs> our partners are changing, in my opinion. So I gave Angela Angelina my MVP. Who's your MVP and LVP, Abby? Okay, my MVP, well, I'll do my LVP first, because it was Joey. Um, <laughs> wow, we so, all agree. Yep. Um, and then my MVP was Bethany. Just because, and I, I it, was, it was a toss up between her and Banji. I love him. He's so sweet. And yeah. he seemed so bummed about the drag show and just, and disrespected. And I did like everything he said about Joey. And he's like, parents, this is, you know, what it's going to be like. And when your kid doesn't get something he wants, a temper tantrum is going to happen. Um, she was great, but I gave it to Bethany because she was just the peacemaker during that whole fight. And um, I just think she's funny as hell. So, yeah. so I chose her. She's good. I, she's my favorite person on this cast, I think. Maybe Blake is my favorite person, but she's I know my Blake favorite. is your favorite. I know Blake is. <laughs> but she's a close second. <laughs> I really like that. Don't try to pull a fast one on me, Christina. Hey, I corrected myself pretty much right away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so do either of you have any final thoughts on this episode? Yes. No. (laughs) Michelle, yes. It's not really on this episode. It's just like I wanted to look into this Angelina thing. Okay. Apparently, we got to be watching Jersey Shore because apparently they're talking about this on Jersey Shore, how Angelina cheated on Chris, but not with Joey Essex, with Potro. What? Wait, who's Potro? Isn't uh, Chloe's partner. Chloe's partner. What? Yep. Apparently, they sleep in the same bed together, and then he she goes away with him after filming on New Year's Eve or something, and that's that's kind of like the final nail for her and Chris. Holy that's plot twist! I, I gotta watch Jersey Shore. Now. I used to, my husband loves Jersey Shore, and I used to we used to watch every episode. But we haven't watched it in a few seasons now. I'm behind, so we have we have kept up with the family reunions. But it was the other night we were eating dinner, and Mitch goes. We have not even started watching Jersey Shore. I'm like, I got kind of bored with it, but I still have them on DVR. So when we're done, that's what we're going to be watching. He'll be very happy because he's been wanting to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, well, pull us in on what happens. Apparently it's a storyline on Jersey Shore. I'm curious. Oh my God. If the listeners could see my face when you said that, (laughs) I was shocked. That blew my mind. Not yeah, I did not see that coming. Oh, true. No, I, I kind of liked her husband, Chris, too. Is that bad? Like, I kind of liked him. I thought he was funny, but I don't. I don't like I said, I missed a lot of seasons and episodes, so maybe he sucks now. Okay, so is this I kinda, a spoiler I alert? Like too. So is this a spoiler alert, Michelle? Do we think that um, Angelina's new partner is going to be Poitro now? Is she just going to try to get the partner that she has? Is that what's going on? I think she said, repartner me with someone good, like, <laughs> but not Joey. No, she said, well, what she said was she said, um, 
put Chloe and Joey together. So if those two swap partners, then that would be who our partner is. There you go. So, oh my gosh, my mind is blown right now. Woo! Okay, thanks for that update, Michelle. It's funny because I thought I thought the whole scandal was going to be about Joey, but it's not. <laughs> wow. Honestly, I feel like that makes Joey look even worse. Because, like, he goes to, like, all this work. He, like, ruins this relationship, basically. And then he does, he's not even the one that ends up ruining it. I don't, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Any final thoughts from you, Abby? No, I got all I needed to know just just for that one statement. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Seriously, thank <laughs> you so much, Michelle. All right, well, on what was that? Text us, Abby, when you watch the Jersey Shore episode. I will. We're gonna start it now once once we're done. <laughs> nice. Good. All right. Well, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you soon.